the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Robert Steinbach. I'm filling in for Dave Ellswick. We have a guest in the studio in addition to Chris Corbett, and that is Scout Stubbs. And she is here to talk to us about vaping. And I know nothing about it. I'm not a fan of smoking. Uh, so I'll start by uh, talking about that. But that doesn't mean I'm a fan or not a fan of vaping because my understanding, at least initially, is that vaping is designed to help you stop smoking. Is that right? Correct. I'm not a fan of smoking either. Okay. That's why I started. Okay. So yeah. tell first of all, tell us about what you do, what you sell, and sort of what's going on today because we see all this stuff right now in the news about vaping. Yes. And we were just talking offline about that. So uh, tell us a little. Okay, so my husband and I were both smokers. I smoked for about uh, 10 years, and then I discovered this thing called vaping about five years ago. I quit smoking within a month. I was able to switch completely over. I no longer get walking pneumonia every year. Every year I would get this because of smoking. It's killing my lungs. So my husband and I started a vape shop because it's amazing new technology. It's like the end of smoking. It's a miracle. And uh, now we've expanded into five stores in the state of Arkansas. My husband makes all of our e-liquid. I'm the secretary of Arkansas Vape Advocacy Alliance because we're under such attack from policymakers who want to tax us the same as cigarettes when we're a product that is 95%, at least 95% safer than cigarettes. What What's in... The product, right? Because this is part of what's going on right yeah, now. Yeah. Tell us about what we've been reading in the news where some folks have died from vaping and what's in your product, what is known already about these folks that have died vaping. So to sort of t- give us the landscape. Okay. So there's nothing secret or from the moon in my e-liquid. Uh, it's vegetable glycerin, propylene glycol, flavorings, and the nicotine. And you can get it without nicotine too. The idea is to start out high and then step people off until eventually they have zero nicotine and then I never see them again. That's the goal. Now, vaping's been around and popular for about 10 years and no one's gotten sick or died from it. Now, there's been battery malfunctions, that type of thing that's going to happen just like it does with cell phones. But what's been happening these past couple months, 80% of these cases have been confirmed THC oil related and not just from a dispensary. I'm talking about THC oil from a drug dealer. They're they're using uh, vitamin E acetate, which is an oil soluble substance, and that coats your lungs, makes you really sick. You can't get better from it. You can't take medicines except steroids to uh, hopefully your body will get through it. But e-liquid does not contain oil. It is not oil soluble. It is water soluble. So it is impossible to get lipid pneumonia from e-liquid. And so the goal is to to diminish the amount of nicotine and then to also stop vaping or do people continue to vape without the nicotine? It's a terrible business plan. I'll give you that. <laughs> I lose all my customers eventually, right. but that's the goal. They're smokers. So does tobacco, 20, but for yeah. a different reason. But to, right. <laughs> half, half of their You're customers right. will die. Right. But no, uh, 25% of Arkansans smoke. That's a lot of customers out there. Right. My shop, I have thousands of customers. 
and eventually I'll lose one, but I'll gain a smoker. I'll gain somebody that comes in and says, hey, I want to quit smoking. And it happens all the time. Last week we had a lady, she brought in all of her devices and said, hey, I've gotten off it completely. Thank you so much. It took her two years, and wow. she finally went from 18 milligrams of nicotine down right. to zero, and then that's it. Sayonara. Bye. Yep. Isn't that yep. interesting? Yep. That's a goal. That's the right. goal. Right. Does anybody sort of continue uh, for an extended period on the the non-nicotine? Yes, um, I do, actually. Yeah, yeah I, I started out at six right. milligrams, and then I dropped to three uh, when I got pregnant. Right. I dropped down to zero, right? And now I just vape for the flavor. It's it's a hand to mouth thing, right, and I think right. that's half of the addiction. Right, right, right. Well, hold that thought. Uh, we're going to go to a break, and then when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about what vaping is. This is the Dave Ellswick Show. I am Robert Steinbach here, filling in for Dave. Of course, I have Chris Corbett with me, and as our guest, we have Scout Stubbs talking to us about vaping. So, Scout, tell us, you told us sort of during the break about how it works. Tell us about how it works. And, of course, now we know there's some controversy where the president has made some criticism but then sort of backed off about vaping. So what's the, what's the controversy? What should the resolution be? Okay. So first, how it works, uh, you basically got a battery-powered device you put your e-liquid inside the device, and there's some cotton and some wire. So the juice will soak up into the cotton, the wire heats up, you get vapor. Um, and it's not that hard to get vapor. It's it's a water-soluble uh, concoction, and uh, it's easily vaporized, but you get a little bit of nicotine in there, too. And that's where the satisfaction comes for smokers. It's been twice as effective, uh, according to the New England Journal of Health, as gums and patches. So it, we know it works. Uh, the controversy lies in people supposedly dying from vaping, but we we know what they're vaping. They're vaping uh, THC oils from the black market, not any kind of e-liquid you would buy at a store. Stores sell regulated e-liquid. We're already heavily regulated by the FDA and the Arkansas Tobacco Control. I get inspected twice a year. So... The controversy also lies in the amount of minors breaking the law and vaping. And that is something that we need to address together. I don't think that a 67% tax that is equal to the tax on cigarettes is going to stop teens from vaping. I think it's going to put 99% of small businesses out of business in Arkansas and we're the good guys. We're the good guys that are IDing before they come in the door. We don't allow minors in the shop without a parent. We're the good guys that have an open-door policy with the Arkansas Tobacco Control. And a 67% tax or a flavor ban is going to put us out of business and leave Jewel on the table, who is owned by Big Tobacco. What? T- talk to us about this flavor ban issue. So I, they're flavored. I yes. presume some of them are flavored like cigarettes, but there's all sorts of flavors, strawberry, whatever. Is that how it works? I don't know how it works. 85% of my adult customers vape flavors other than tobacco. When you wake up in the morning, you don't want to taste an ashtray. You want to taste a cinnamon roll. That's how I quit smoking. I, I know that some people use tobacco flavors to quit smoking, but for me it was a, hey, I'd rather have this cinnamon roll vapor product than an ashtray nasty cigarette and that's how it was easier for me to switch and i say 85 percent of my adult customers will vape flavors other than tobacco 
That's my 90-year-old customers that come in and say, hey, I need some more blueberry cake. It happens all the time. <laughs> it happens cake. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. And, and, it, and it helps. We have 103 flavors just at my store. At other stores in Conway and in Little Rock, they Talk have over 1,000. Talk about choice. Yeah, that's, that's the American way. <laughs> Personal liberty. Right. I mean, you should be free to choose. Well, and indeed, this is, a, this is a, the broader issue, right, is that do we want the government telling people that they can't use a product? And I started off our interview saying, I'm not a fan of tobacco, and here is something that serves as a replacement for tobacco. And I do believe, I don't know a lot about the science, but I do believe that moving from tobacco to vaping is better off. And as you describe in your model, your business model, the goal is actually to have people stop vaping entirely. And that certainly strikes me as a a reasonable approach. And if that's the case, why are you restricting what they can use? That that last part. Now, I get it. Well, because kids like cinnamon rolls more than they like the taste of tobacco, I gather. But so do adults. That's right. That's right. And this is, you know, this is the inherent difficulty that we have sort of how big of a nanny state are we going to be because there's the risk of exposing children to harmful products. What should we do to address that without foreclosing the ability of adults to make decisions for themselves without the far left telling me what is right and wrong? So think about what the alcohol industry has done. I mean, we have cotton candy flavored vodka. But we enforce laws that are already on the books about minors consuming alcohol. People that are buying alcohol for minors will be prosecuted, which is what I expect. Uh, I I read last week that 80% of uh, minors are obtaining these vapor products, surprisingly, through a straw buyer, which meaning mom or dad, older cousin, older friend going into a shop with an ID, buying the product and then selling it or giving it to the minor. That should be an offense, a misdemeanor offense. Is it not now? Right now, they treat it as a tobacco product, but I don't think it's being enforced. I see. I don't think it's being enforced. In a lot of schools, all they're doing is they're sending them home uh, with a suspension, things like that. But I think we need to be harder on people that are buying these products and the minors themselves that are in possession. Right Mm -hmm. now, I don't think there's a possession Mm -hmm. law against them possessing the product. but. We've got to start somewhere without restricting the adult's liberty to choose a less harmful alternative to cigarettes. Right. Well, I think that's a really important point, right? That is, it offers an alternative, and we're talking about adults. And I'm really tired of the nanny state telling me, you can't do this, you must do that. This is what is right, this is what is wrong. And I've now said several times on this show today that Americans have this funny habit of being able to decide for themselves what's good for themselves and what's bad for themselves. Like a big sugary drink? Like yeah, the big exactly. exactly. Oh, what? In New York, uh, yeah. Mayor, what was his name? Um, I forget his name. The guy who does the computer terms. Bloomberg. Yeah, Blo- Bloomberg. Yeah. You can't buy a big gulp. Can I buy two small gulps? <laughs> yeah. But you can't buy a big gulp. Oh, that makes a lot of sense, right? You know? well, we should do away with the flavors of uh, Coke. That's right. That's right. Just you can only Coke buy... only. No, no, no. You, no, no orange uh, kiss. Seltzer. So you can only buy seltzer. seltzer. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. Oh. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> I've, I've now uh, uh, transitioned. By the way, I don't mean that in the other sense, but I've transitioned. <laughs> I hear you, Zach. Zach's giving me the googly eyes out of the booth. Uh, I've now transitioned from sweet tea to unsweet tea. No. Which, yes, which, by the way, it's not unsweet tea. It's tea. You're not taking the sweetness out. 
It's just tea. I'm trying to like, transition. I, I, yeah. I'm going from uh, sweet tea to half and a half. Half and half. Half sweet tea, half unsweet Folks, tea. I told you that I was with Chris uh, having lunch today, and I, and I bought him lunch. Let, let that be on the record that I paid for lunch. And so the, the waitress came and said, would you like a refill to Chris? And Chris said, yes, on, of the drink. I would like half sweet, half unsweet. Importantly, sweet on top. Sweet on top. There you go. <laughs> sweet on top. Do you have a tea flavored by any chance? No. What's the most exotic no. flavor that you have, you think? Uh, dragon fruit peach. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Dragon fruit peach. Yeah. No, I take that back. Okay. We have one that's kind of like the cucumber lime Gatorade. Okay. Oh, you ever had those in the summer? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Kind of a weird, yeah. weird flavor. But and, yeah. And how are they made? So you say your husband actually makes them? Yes. So he yes. buys flavorings? Flavorings and, that are made and for... And food grade flavorings? Yes. Yep. We have a lab uh, in our Green Bar store, and then everything goes out of that hub. And I know of another store in Arkansas that does the same, uh, Rogue Vapors. They make all of their own e-liquid. And all of the, a bunch of other stores, they're going to order them from the United States, some big manufacturer, and they're shipped into the state. And we all follow the same rules, amazingly. I have to follow the same rules as the big guys. You know, I submit my ingredients to the FDA. They come out and they inspect uh we register with the fda you know it's it's everything on record uh they tell us what we can and can't say what we can and can't do and it's it's an like an artificial flavoring that you would put in a candy or something like that. yes yes right. interesting so it's a very simple process where you take this liquid you put it into the vaping device of as you told us offline uh any shape or size they have all different devices and the goal is to gradually reduce the nicotine intake. And then most people quit. Some people continue with zero nicotine. What do you think the percentage of people who continue is? Probably 20%. Yeah. Probably 20%. Because it's not free. You know, it's not. Right. It's an expensive thing to sure. choose to do. Sure. And so most people opt to uh, opt out entirely. But it's hard. It's a hard habit to break uh, smoking. Right. And so it doesn't happen overnight. For me, it happened within a month. But some people, it takes a year. It took you only one month to get off the nicotine. Correct. Wow. No, no, no. Oh. It took me one month to get off combustible cigarettes. Oh, I see. Which was the most important thing. Meaning... I can stay on nicotine forever. Meaning when you start vaping, when folks start vaping... They don't stop smoking immediately because that's too hard to transition. Some people do, but I think that it was really hard. And it's a mm. personal choice. Sure. It was just hard for me. Yeah. I had to have that cigarette in the morning. The that was the cigarette. one I ha had right. to have in the morning. And then one morning after one month, right. one morning I woke up and I was like, you know, I'd rather have that cinnamon roll Isn't that than the sash nice. Yeah, and it was like magic. It was nice. like something clicked in my head, and it was that easy for me. Right. But that's not always the story. I've, right. I've got friends that smoke, and that I talk about what's the addiction feel like. Yeah. Well, it's hardest for me after a meal. Yes, I've heard that too. Yeah. Was that a problem for you after the meal? Yours was just in the morning. Mine was in the morning, yeah. yeah. Mine was yeah. in the morning when I woke up. Right. Yep. Isn't that interesting? And what about... Uh, what percentage would you guess are people who can decrease their nicotine but don't go to zero? If I had to say a number, it'd say 30%. Because mm -hmm. they're still vaping. You know, right. we've been open four years. Mm -hmm. And I've still got some people, they started three years ago and they're still vaping. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I'm glad they're still vaping. Sure. At least they're not smoking. Not smoking. What is... 
the percentage, again, rough estimates, but just sort of get a big picture, of non-nicotine flavors that you're selling versus nicotine. Is it the vast majority nicotine? Yes. Yeah. The vast majority is nicotine right. simply because most people are vaping to quit too, smoking. To quit smoking. Right. Yeah. I, every once in a while, I'll get right. someone in that says, hey, I've got a surgery coming up and I can't have any nicotine in oh, my system. So they want to quit smoking and go straight to zero. And it's, su- I mean, super hard to do yeah. it that way. Yeah. But it's possible because, right. I, again, I think that half the addiction is that hand to mouth motion. And, right. you know, it feels, it simulates smoking right. for a lot of people. How long were you smoking before you decided to quit? Ten years. Ten years. I didn't even want to quit either. Yeah. That's what's so weird. Interesting. Yeah. I tried well, and, vaping and, and I just wanted it more. There's something else that, that I think I read about smokers, that the deep breaths, it's relaxing. Yes. They take a few puffs or taking deep breaths. Yes. They're relaxing. Some relaxation techniques are ten deep breaths. That's interesting. So it's a, a I'm going to smoke a cigarette. I'm yeah. going to go outside. I'm going to relax. Um, so maybe it's a whole vaping. process. Yeah, the vaping's a, let's a part continue. of that process. Let, yeah, let's. We're going to take a break now, and we'll come back, and we'll continue till the top of the hour. This is the Dave Ellswick Show. I am Robert Steinbuck filling in for Dave. Of course, we have Chris Corbett with us, and our guest Scout Stubbs. We're going to finish off the segment talking about vaping. Uh, Scout, do, does anybody come in who's not a smoker and start vaping? It's rare. Yeah. It's rare. Yeah. So this really is a device overwhelmingly designed to take people from cigarettes off of cigarettes. It's a consumer-driven industry, absolutely. Mm. This was not an industry made by big tobacco companies to addict people. This was invented by smokers to get smokers off of cigarettes. The FDA and the government have been putting out patches and gums and hotlines and quit smoking now for 60 years, and it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. For the first time in history... All these people are quitting smoking from a consumer-driven industry. And, but you said uh, that p- big, tobacco, big Tobacco now owns vaping business as well. Yes. Jewel is yeah. actually owned by Altria, who owns uh, – it's, it's a big tobacco company. Yeah. And uh, they own – they say 70% of the market share, but I don't think that number is accurate because they're not taking into account the small businesses like mom-and-pop vape shops like mm-hmm. myself. And they got into it because they figure they'll get both sides of the deal. They started out as a small company in San Francisco, oh, right? and then they got purchased, and wow. now their yeah. business model is flip flopped. I mean, it's done a complete right. one eighty. You've right. got these really, really high concentration nicotine pods that, in my opinion, in my professional opinion, mm-hmm. are designed to keep people addicted to nicotine indefinitely. But at, le- at least they're not smoking. I right. have to, I have to emphasize. Right. I would rather people vape jewel pods then smoke cigarettes any day of the week. Right, right. And and do they have step-down uh, amounts as well, theoretically? I remember when they used to have six milligram pods, but I don't see those anymore. Every time you go into the gas station, they're the 50 milligram per milliliter pods. Isn't and for, for reference, my, yeah. my vaporizer right now is a 1.5 milligram per milliliter. 50 so versus 1.5. Most vape shops... 160 small businesses in the state of Arkansas, 90% of their sales are going to be those lower nicotine amounts. It's a three or a six milligram per milliliter. Why is it lower? What's what's the reasoning? Because, again, our business model yeah, is to eventually get people off. And also, Juul has an added chemical in their pods called benzoic acid, Ooh. which makes it a nicotine salt. It just makes it where the nicotine doesn't hit your throat as hard and you can vape 
higher nicotines without uh, the harshness. I see. So if yours without the uh, that sort of caustic ingredient would be would burn. So you you also have to keep it down in terms of the nicotine uh, quantity. Is that right? But we don't put benzoic acid. So That's I what feel I'm like, yeah, exactly. yeah 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 yeah. I, I like to feel that nicotine in the back of my throat. So right. that way, those cravings are gone. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's really interesting. And so tell us about your business. How many shops do you have now? We have a chain of five. Wow. five. What, what's the name of it? Drippers. Drippers, Drippers. Vape Shop. <laughs> yeah. I'm also secretary of the Arkansas Vape Advocacy Alliance. So if anybody wants to get involved, they can uh, follow okay. us on Facebook. And how many how many shops are there in the state because of this alliance? Do you have a sense of how many vaping shops are there? Yes, there's 160. 160 small businesses. And then in addition, of course, people can buy... Like jewel products at gas stations yes. and that type of thing? Yes, that's another part of the business and part of the economy in the state of Arkansas is jewel pods, blue cigs, views. There's all these third-party uh, companies that are selling in convenience stores and gas stations. A huge part of the economy, which is which is great. I, I'm glad people are quitting smoking. But four out of five vapors are single-issue voters, meaning that if you ban vaping, I'm not going to vote for you. Mm. And so you got to think, not only is vaping a big part of the economy – but it's also a big part of our voters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's very interesting. And what and it's it's all, it's all the ages, right? It goes all the way up in terms of people who vape. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, right now, uh, we recently enacted a law, twenty-one and up. So you got to be twenty-one, you know, to ninety-nine. I've I've got customers all over the place. What's scary about these illnesses that are supposedly right. from vaping? is that I had one of my 60-year-old customers come in and she said, you know, my friends are telling me I should go back to cigarettes. What do you think about that? And it just terrified me and said, no, 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 ma'am, this is all from THC oils. You don't have anything to worry about. Like, please, whatever you do, don't go back to cigarettes. Right. I'm no... I, I'm no scientist. I just play one on the radio, but it strikes (laughs) me. What flavor would you choose, Rob? Uh, Cotton candy grapes. (laughs) that's what I I'll get my husband to make yeah. one, and I'm going to send it up here. Yeah, all right. I am. Oh all right. Um, well, I've uh, I was lucky in the sense that I grew up a nerd. Uh, I was the bookworm in high school, and so I never was tempted to smoke. I also, as a kid, had childhood uh, asthma, so even being near someone who smoked was problematic. So I was never, yeah, I was never attracted to that. You kind didn't of thing. Dip. Chew I tobacco. come from the north, you know, so we, uh. didn't, we didn't really do that. Up so there. they broke yeah. me. I, I said, I said, give me a chow of that. I'll try that. Right, right. Those Cop- had to be Copenhagen. Yeah, is that a good I took one? half the can. Is that right? I stuck it in my lip, and the guys were watching me. I, yeah. I turned green for like it, six hours. Uh, I turned green. It oh, it was awful. It was awful. It made me dizzy. Right. I turned green. I threw up. I couldn't right. eat. It was uh, terrible. There you go. I never dipped again. Never. That was it. That, <laughs> that was, good. It. was the one time. Copenhagen. Didn't you tell me about a buddy of yours who dips, puts it back in the can, and dips oh, again? Oh, for Juvachu. For Juvachu. <laughs> for for oh, Juvachu, you can save it. Yeah. Wait, don't, don't you want Seinfeld? Don't double dip. You dip, you <laughs> eat the chip, you take a new chip. You can't double it's dip. It's no, it's when, because, uh, you know, a can of tobacco is a lot of money. I'm sure. So you stick it back in the can, and oh, it kind of rejuvenates. Man. And That's like... Then That's you like taking the grizzle. That's like taking the grizzle from the steak and <laughs> chewing it twice. No, that ain't right. That's what it's called for Juvachu. Oh, that ain't right. That ain't right. You're, you're cleaning up that whole business, aren't you, Scott? We're trying. We're yeah. trying. 
What one would you would chew what? at a time? You get any folks that come in who who chew and want to switch over? Yes, yes. Is that right? Yes. Oh, that's uh, that's good. Although, don't you, I would think that the chewing types would go to the nicotine gum because it would be similar. Am I right? About that? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes. Uh, there, you know, there's Swedish snooze, which is a tobacco-free, developed in Sweden, and it's tobacco-free. They they've cut down on a lot of cancer so over in Sweden. White packet or yeah, something? yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I saw one of those. And yeah. I, that's, I didn't know. I was like, what is that? Yeah. And it's all it's all the same idea. It's harm right. reduction. It's harm, harm we just want to be right. treated like gums. I like that snooze. harm reduction. Well, that's a key, right? Because harm. look, you know what? Uh, you, every day that you're living, you're killing yourself. The question is, how do you do less of it? Right? <laughs> I'm going to die. I'm dying right now. You're dying right now. Every piece of chocolate cake you eat, you're killing yourself. The question is, how can you do it more slowly? That's it. That's I'm it. for harm reduction. I'm for harm reduction. I'm for less harm. I'm for less harm. I'm, I'm, I'm for vacancy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step out on a limb and take a political position. <laughs> I'm for reducing harm. harm. Okay? <laughs> what do you think of that? Is, that? is that a controversial position? What do you think, Scout? No, great great for Scout's a political platform. Name. It was, is that your given name? Yes. Yeah. Uh, my maiden name's Finch. So, Scout Finch? Yeah, to oh, kill a mocking from, Okay, there you go. There you go. Well, we were making a little bit of fun earlier of this political commentator. Uh, called Crystal Ball. I think Scout Finch is a little bit better than Crystal Ball. I thought he was joking about Crystal Ball. Yeah, he thought I made it up. Yeah, that's that's the woman's name. Yeah, she was... um she also had a bit of an oral fixation, but that's a whole different story that we're not going to focus on right now. <laughs> she okay, did. she did right. With so, the mouth, yeah, right. That's right. What was it? You know. So listen, I don't. I don't need to get into these details. But you, I, every time I'm out, you pull me back in. <laughs> to quote the Godfather, folks, we were having, uh, we have had a very nice conversation with Scout Stubbs um, from uh, tell a name again of your vape shop. Uh, drippers, drippers, of, drippers, and it's it's very enlightening because I've known nothing about this, having not been a and smoker. And now you do, and now I do, and it's very enlightening. We appreciate your coming in and talking to Dave's audience about this. Uh, I really think this is a topic that needs to be discussed because harm reduction is is a. <laughs> but anyway, we joke, but it, it's serious, right? Because we're stepping up. Where our goal is to move from very bad to bad to less bad. To not bad at all. And we need to be reasonable. That's why you can't, by the way, like ban smoking. You'll throw people into heart attacks, right? You well, just can't There's do new it. inventions out there. Absolutely. There's, there's new stuff. Absolutely. Scout, thanks so much. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.